What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Metal cough! Hey, hey! It is bag alert, major bag alert, mailbag time. It's very easy to get in the mailbag, John. You go to iTunes, you leave us a review, five stars, and then review, you leave a question, and you tell us the bar we love shopping places out all over the world, wherever you are, where do you like to go? Where would we stroll in and find you? Uh, you put that in the review, and in the um, uh, mailbag question, gets read on the uh, mailbag, which is this. We also throw up uh, question ability on Facebook.com, so go check that out. Hey, Middle Cop, we got a little Facebook page. Go do that as well. Very easy to do. Recommend it. Yep, and it's in. If you're listening to the podcast, it's in the link. If you're watching the YouTube, the Facebook page is also in the link. And if you're watching the YouTube, like the video. If you're listening to the pod, check out the YouTube. If you're watching the YouTube, check out the pod. The eco, the ham ecosystem, and maybe the link did one day soon. <laughs> okay, so should we dive in? Let's dive in. All right, John. Uh, here we go. And let's start with this question from Luis on iTunes. Awesome podcast. A fun bar in Binghampton, Binghampton, New York, is the Colonial Good Wings, Good Burgers, and Good Staff. Okay. The restaurant's called The Colonial. Got it. I thought it was called gotcha. Good Wings, Good Burgers, and Good Staff. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, okay. Here's his question. With the Rams sacrificing so much draft capital on a couple players, what's the future looking like for them? since Stafford is a three-, four-year rental, and the other guys are on a similar timeline, uh, aside from uh, Aaron Donald. I feel like it's going to be a significant peak, then a sharp drop-off. I'm really curious to see how McVay deals with it. Well, I mean, I would say this first. If your quarterback is a three-, four-year guy, I guess that's not a long-term solution, but that's more than a rental in my mind. Like, a three-, four-year peak is worth like if you could have a three four year stretch where you're a Super Bowl contender, then it's worth losing out on draft capital. So that's the first thing. That'll, I think. that'll feel like a long time. And I, I don't know if we can put a date on his trajectory, can we? I mean, the way quarterbacks play longer, he's not 38 years old. I think he's 33. He turns 33 this year. He's really younger than you think because he came into the league so young. Even though he's been in the league, a de- you know, he got drafted I think in 09. He is not 37 years old. So in their mind, I think they plan on signing him to a contract extension if this goes well. 
like they're probably looking at this six, seven years. Yeah. And like you said, it it, it just does not matter if you win. And they, they haven't drafted in forever, and it hasn't mattered. Now, this um, could be it, but... Yeah, turn 33 in February, Matt Stafford. So they get his 33 season, they get his 34th season, they get his 35 season, they get his 36 season. If they get his 37 season, they get five years before he even gets a 38. I mean, we just... Drew Brees kind of fell off a cliff at like 41... I think it's realistic to think you could get six, seven years out of Stafford, right? You think that's fair? Yeah, I, the question is, in year six, year seven, can he still carry you? If not, then your team maybe needs to be a little better around him, right? But, yeah, I, I think at this point, you look at quarterbacks, you look at them like, yeah, can he play at least 38, 39, which is much longer than three years. I'm with you. They are not – This is not. Th- they're going to pay him again. I think in the NFL, too – just the way the sport is set up. Are you really worried about, like, if you and I were running a team, are we that consumed with, like, 2023 or four well, right now? no, because I think, you know, a lot of times, we see it with football all the time. You're like, this team is stuck. They have no moves. They're backed into a corner. They're a great example. Wait, where does all their money come from? Uh, we, I think we've talked about it for years with the Niners. How are you going to Bo- pay Bosa? Well, if Nick Bosa has, like, 16 sacks this year or something, they'll find a way to pay Nick Bosa, right? Pretty easily, they'll give him a. They'll just cut him a check. Cap keeps signing him a contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think their window's pretty big. Um, but the other, you know, to Luis's point, you do for your window to be big, even if you got Aaron Donald who's thirty and you two two and you know you're you're still adding, you do have to kind of reinvent you not reinvent yourself, but you do have to kind of Jalen Ramsey reload on the on the on the go. But John, they this is where having an elite coach is such a big factor too. I feel like Tutu's a lock to have at least one moment on red zone that's like, oh my God. And we'll text, everyone will text each other. You just see what Tutu at, like it'll be like a 90 yard, 70 yard ball in the air, Tutu going 90 miles an hour. I mean, he weighs 130 pounds, so it's it's all speed. It's not going to be yak. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he ain't going to be running like uh, slant routes to break a tackle for first downs. Next up, John, this is from Uplift on iTunes. Excited about Pac 12 football. Who's your choice to win the Pac-12 North, and why is it Oregon? Well, uh, I think the, the poll's going to come out and leading, leading the witness. Uh, who's your, who do you like, and why do you like Oregon? Uh, do you get a vote? I do get a vote, uh, and I do like Oregon. How long have you had a vote? Well, I've had a vote for many years. I have not really voted all that much. Um, you get to vote on, like, a first-team all-conference and MVP mm-hmm, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Coach of the Year? Yep. Uh, coach and of the year. You, I don't know that I vote on coach of the year. You abstain. Is that the word? Yeah, it's just a lot of effort. I like to just say what I think and not have to like click all the boxes. Gotcha. <laughs> Plus, if I'm wrong, I like saying, "Look at the media. The me- the media picked you guys third. Yeah. But I do like. I think you. Uh, my pick. If I, my pick is Utah to win the South. Um, but we'll see. The poll's going to come out. I think next Monday or Tuesday. I think it'll be SC that gets picked. Maybe ASU. Um, but Oregon's going to be. I, I bet Cal gets a couple of. Votes. You feel as a bra as a bra if you're going to call the games, you don't want to have like I I wanted this team to win. Is that part well? Of historically, there's always been some of that for me, like the Herb Street. I'm not going to pick, but then it just became like I don't want to do all the clicking. I just like to say what I think. How much clicking is there? I don't know. There's enough. Um, you got to sit down and you got to sign in. There's always a password associated with it. I hate passwords. Oh, sure. I've always just wanted to vote in something. You know? I, yeah, I understand. Could you see if I can get votes? Yeah, I, get you. I watch could, all their games. 
we could or if at minimum you could vote through me. You want to vote for defensive special teams player of the week? Yeah, I mean, you get to do stuff like that, player of the week. I mean, I've all guy. This but is John. The way it works is they just give you like three names and they tell you like this is what this guy did this week, and then you're just like, oh, I'll pick him. And it's like you know, I I would if if we talk to George hopefully soon. Could we also get like worst player of the week? You know, you mean like Twitter's <laughs> gonna have dislikes? Maybe. Yeah, like uh, coach who blew it of the week. Yeah, worst call of the week. I like that. <laughs> I like stuff like that. That I'd thrive on stuff like that. Like anyone can most pick, combative like, press yeah, conference the, of the week. The Oregon State running back had seven touchdowns. Player of the week. I, yeah. yeah, my mom gonna pick right, that right, guy. Right. Yep, go to the week. We can do that on the so show. Who's, you're going Utah and Oregon. Yeah. So in the north, I think it's Oregon. I you know the schedule always is a factor. Um, there are some. Uh, I th- they play Ohio State this year? They play at Ohio State this year, week two, September 11th. How about the fighting Trey Lances and Carson Wentz? They reschedule that game? That game, uh, they, maybe they rescheduled it, but it's not. Th- this This game was originally on the schedule, Ohio State-Oregon this year. It's the not back-to-back. Yeah. So, you know, they're stacked on defense. Um, offensive line should be good. They have a quote-unquote quarterback battle, but it's going to be this guy, Anthony Brown, who took Tyler Shuck's snaps. In the bowl game last year, he transferred in from Boston College. It's not, you know, they've got a couple blue chip quarterbacks on the roster, but he's not one of them. I mean, he's a, you know, extra year of eligibility transfer who historically was not a great passer at Boston College. However, Joe Moorhead's their offensive coordinator. You know, Boston College is not really a dynamic offense, so people think he can be a little better. The question is, like, can he be good enough if you're down a touchdown in the fourth quarter at Ohio State? Can he be that guy? You know, that's not what his history says. So, but that said, they have the fewest questions of anybody in the North, Oregon. Do we get Washington, Michigan? You know how that is that yeah. a home and home too? Well, yeah. Last year was supposed to be the home game for UW. UW's going to play at Michigan this year. So, so Oregon goes to Ohio State and Washington goes to Michigan that's right. early September. That's, right. that's pretty. And I know I have friends that big Cal guys, I, I don't, I'm not saying these, this team's on their level, but like Cal plays TCU, I think. Week one or week, week two, two on the That's road. That's a pretty big game. Yep. The Michigan, so it's all the same day. Ohio State, Oregon, TCU, Cal, Michigan, Washington um, are on the same day. And Colorado A&M. And Stanford, USC. Right. That's a pretty good day of football. Hell of a day. I know this, watching some SEC media day and just watching recruiting. I think Colorado could be in for, I think people think Texas A&M is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're pretty stacked. Yeah. But Oregon, like that could be a moment where could be. Ohio State's got a lot of turnover, right? Mm-hmm. I mean they always do, but you can get they they're there to be got. Rather play them this year than last. Hell yeah. Now you'd rather play them at home, but yeah. What about my cow bet last year that I pushed back to this year? Uh, like what if I you said, you get them seven, eight to one to win the North. I think some people are gonna pick them to win the North. And you would say as solid as Oregon is, they're 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 not completely flawless. They just have less flaws. And I think Cal's schedule is more favorable than, like, Stanford because Cal misses ASU and Utah in the South, whereas Stanford misses Arizona and CU. Oregon misses ASU and USC. Cal only plays four home games. You know, half the teams in each division play five, half of them play four because it's a nine-game league schedule. So, uh, but, you know, I mean, Cal's non-conference is Nevada at TCU, Sac State. And Nevada was just – I think Nevada was just picked to win the Mountain West, and Sac State was pretty good last year. I mean, you should beat them, but so if they're three and zero, it won't be like a cupcake schedule, and then they'll have they'll go to UW Week Four, so it could set up 
sneaky good game. Look at us deep dive in the football. Stadium. I didn't like. I didn't like. I saw the uh, the preseason rankings for the Mountain West. I didn't like where the dogs. They were way I down. Know. Well, because <laughs> San Jose State returns a bunch of people, and Nevada returns a bunch of people, and they were both better than Fresno State last year. And Boise's always going to get the benefit of the doubt. Boise's in the other division, though. I think. Right. I, but they just listed like oh, the, I to saw win the, the conference, gotcha, gotcha. you know, and I think Fresno State was like sixth. I think they were third, third or fourth in their division. I think I thought yeah. third, but I wouldn't. Brett Brennan, you know, we get him in the Pac-12. Oh yeah, our, our boy Brent Brennan. Next up, this is from Jay Shelby, full name on the internet. Had a boy Jay. He says, "Guy and John, if you could be the best athlete or player in any sport, which sport would you choose and why? It can be based on whatever metric you want: fame, fortune, success." individual versus team, injury risk, etc. For example, football is my favorite, but if I want to be the best athlete, I choose golf. Easier to control wins in individual sport, lower injury risk, longer playing career, earn a boatload of money on endorsements and winning tournaments, although the best football, basketball, and soccer players in the world make a lot of money too. Thoughts? Promo code HAM. That's Jay Shelby on iTunes. Yeah, the problem with golf, it's probably a little different now because guys... I don't know. You're, it's just so individualized. I, and I guess tennis would probably be the same. You're just kind of by yourself a lot, right? I mean, the one thing that, like, watching I, – I, I finished season three of uh, F1. I was like, I, I just need something to watch. I realized I was, like, on season episode seven. You do get to kind of share it with your group. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a there is a team element, how excited they are with the group after they win or, you know, a podium, as they call mm-hmm. it. Like in with goal, like tennis, w- when Djokovic – one Wimbledon he was so fired up to get to his team right because it's like he that's he those three guys in that little box yeah right yeah. and he, he ran he sprinted to them there is something pretty special about like what Tom has with like Gronk and Edelman and Matt Slater or Montana and Mont and Young have with Brent Jones and just I think baseball and basketball have that too right unless your teammates were Scottie Pippen and he just hated you but like I, I like what Clay Draymond, there is something pretty special in team sports. Because if you are going to be the best athlete, you're going to make an astronomical amount. Like money is going to be, whether you're Lewis Hamilton, Tiger Woods, LeBron, like the money's outrageous. I just think, you know, do you want to share it by yourself? Because like I heard Pat Perez on this interview and he's like, you know, Tiger's really changed a lot. And this guy, he grew up with Tiger. He's like, you know, for in his heyday, that motherfucker showed up. And he's like, I've known him since I was like 10, showed up. Practice hard, dominated, and left. No one hung out with him or talked with him. So when you see him, like, eating dinner with Rory and having Ricky over, like, that ain't the guy that was winning 15 majors. He's a different human being. So it's like that was not – where in football, you know, John Elway got to be close friends with people as they were kicking ass, right? Or Montana or what. Like, what was the stories like Montana and and, uh, what was – who passed – who had the catch? Why, why am I Dwight blanking Clark. on the name? Yeah, like how close they were. Yeah. Like, you know, in the offensive lineman, like, there's something special about football that's like almost like high school or something yeah. still. Where I, I don't think golf, tennis, they don't really are like that, are they? No, no. Now, you do get a long career, but do I need a 35-year career? I mean, if I'm playing professional sports, I can go with 20. I would choose basketball because I think it's the perfect mix of what you're talking about. I would want the team. I would want those relationships. Um, but it's not 162 games. But it's not as physical as football. Not as potentially damaging to my body. Uh, and the schedule's great. It's like 
three games a week, so I don't have to practice as hard as, as much as football players do. But it's not a game every day like baseball. You road trip, you hang out, but you also get long home stands. And I think it's the thing that translates post-career. Like, you can just have a hoop in your house, you know, and still continue to shoot around. Like, if you got a shooting skill, you can shoot. I remember seeing Bob McAdoo. The Warriors were playing whatever step. Maybe he was on the Heat staff pregame. He was having a shooting competition with one of the players on the team. Bob McAdoo was like, I don't know, look it up, 70. Yeah. And he was kicking his ass. <laughs> and the game was like, you, it was, you couldn't, I think the ball couldn't hit the rim. So you didn't get points if the ball hit the rim. It had to be nothing but a switch. Bob McAdoo, I mean, kicking. How's, how, how wet was his jam? I mean, now it was not a 30-footer. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Bob McAdoo's 69 years old. But the J was wet. So I, I, I've, I've always thought, John, if I had to own one professional sports team, it'd be basketball. Now, again, you'd make more money doing football, but football owners always wearing a suit. You're way up in the booth. And basketball, you got access to the J. Like, to me, the number one thing, you sit on the floor, you're just freaking having a blast wearing sneakers. When's the last time you've seen Mark Cuban in a suit? Oh. And you have access to the arena. You can play pickup hoops in the arena whenever you want. Well, I know Cuban does warm-ups like four hours before yes. the game. Sometimes he'll just shoot. So, yeah. I, to me, it, from, for that question, I'd go. I'd, I mean, baseball is my first love. I love football. But I think it'd be basketball just based on, like, the sport is just so easy to – I think it's got, it's, right, it's got the right mix. Listen, I don't have know to, anything you know, really. keep up on, like, the back waxing, though, and the tanning. I don't know anything really about the sport beside watching the Netflix series. It does seem pretty sweet to be a star driver. I, I, I mean, just internationally. Again, I can't relate to it, but it's clear like it's a pretty big deal to a lot of people. Because I was thinking about soccer would have to be up there too, but like once you become Ronaldo or Messi, even though they're on a team, it's almost like they're an individual entity, right? I mean, they're kind of treated like that financially. I don't really feel like I see that. Again, I could be speaking out of turn, like messy hanging with the boys, but I could be wrong yeah, on that yeah. one. But that that wouldn't suck, right? I mean, if you can be a peak soccer player, you make a you make the most money. I mean, Messi's, Messi took a pay cut. He makes 84 now on the field. And you get to dominate because you do... Like, if you are Messi or Ronaldo, you do get to control a lot. Like, it's hard for Messi's team to suck because he gets to dominate, yeah, right? Yeah, Because that is the pushback. Like, if you are Djokovic or Tiger or Phil, you do get to control a lot. You know, even if you're John... Like, John Elway had bad seasons if they did a poor job. His coach sucks, right? You can... Aaron Rodgers missed the playoffs that last year McCarthy. Like, things are somewhat out of your control. You do get to control way more in the NBA. That's a that's a great question. It's a great question. If you could, pick I, I think golf. I, I think golf underrated. While it feels easier, the, is very the very practice lonely. time. John is just exhausting. And soccer, you you know, personal choice. A lot of running, basketball too, but shorter area. You get to stand there if you're like the messy and just wait till they kick it up that's to you. True. Though. Just muggy, you know, outside. Yeah, air, basketball swimming, air conditioned, swimming. Swimming, it's so much work. Yeah, no, swimming, swimming sucks. It's a great lifetime skill if you if you're a good swimmer. But yeah, all right, great question there from Jay Shelby. If you could be one athlete in any sport, did you choose one? I don't really have an. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't. I, I honestly watch. I think Lewis has got a pretty good thing going. Right. It's just and so I think dangerous. a lot of America. I but that's part of it. Like, can you imagine the oh, high if highs? You were like, that if you were the guy, did you yeah, see the Max so Verstappen crash last week? 
Uh, yeah, but and I heard someone say that it was kind of hypocritical. I, I've heard that it's kind of hypocritical because Max is a pretty edgy driver too. Like he's always pushing the envelope when he's on the opposite side. So Lewis is like, "Screw you! Oh, yeah. You're always pushing." I'm just the saying envelope. the crash was 51 G forces. Like they say, most people just oh, yeah. completely pass out at that. Like, well, that, but that's why you got all that gear stuff. And on. you know, you do the the neck strengthening. Yeah. Um, okay, John. Before we go any further, let's tell the people about our friends at WineAccess.com/ham. WineAccess.com/ham gets you 20 percent off the world's best wine so many good options there uh we've told you about several of them i'm partial to the one that we had the other day uh when we were doing the trey lance the radiant pinot from nda oh. shrouded sonoma superstar vineyard that's a 30 dollars bottle i know you i haven't popped my domain nico pinot but i know you love it that's a 30 dollars bottle you can get cheaper bottles than that obviously you can get the high high end 300 bottles too but whatever you pick you get 20 percent off your first order bombski yep whatever you want $20 bottles, $200 bottles. Just go to wineaccess.com slash ham, 20% off your first order. I'm a Pinot guy. Haberman's a Pinot guy. But also I drink other stuff if it was good as well. So anything, I know everyone has their own preferences. Your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend, you know, every, every girl I've ever been around loves wine. They have a specific stuff. They have it all. Just check it out. The, the uh, website, wineaccess.com slash ham, is very easy to operate, right? You can go by region. You can go by, Type. you know, white wines, red wines, price points. Yeah, it's we recommend it. Wineaccess.com slash ham, 20% off doing They it try 20,000 bottles a year. Only one of 18 makes it. And even then, even though it's the elite of the elite, even then they have a satisfaction guarantee. If for some reason you don't like the bottle you got, they'll replace it. They'll give you something else. Give you something else. I mean, it's incredible. It really is Do fantastic. Wineaccess.com slash ham. Next up, this is from uh, Facebook. This is from Blake Latham. 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 Blake Latham on Facebook. Shouting out the starboard in Dewey Beach, Delaware. Famous spot well known in the tri-state area known for their orange crush drink. It slaps, as the young kids say. It's Smirnoff orange vodka, triple sec, Sprite, and fresh squeeze orange on top. Did you see, by the way, when he ordered 50? We have to give that owner his flowers. Give him his flowers. Did you see uh, the drink that Giannis ordered when he ordered the 50 nuggets? Uh, sweet tea? No, no I, I think he, or- he ordered like Sprite and I don't think it was orange juice. It was Sprite and something else mixed, but it was no ice was his order. Yeah, I couldn't. Well, sometimes it's cold out of the I used to always order an o- orange crush or whatever, the orange soda, uh, no ice because I wanted more liquid. All right. When they, when he went chicken nuggets, does he mean the grilled ones or is he getting the fried ones? I mean, it's got to be fried, right? Who would order fifty? Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah. Question from uh, Blake's question. My question for the pod um, is: If things keep up as long as they've been with Gruden and the Raiders, how long do you think Mark Davis will let it go before firing him, or is he finishing his contract regardless of anything? Also, I've always hated the Derek Carr slander. He does everything in spite of the Raiders' dysfunction, dismal franchise, all the head coaches, the coordinators, plus always having one of the league's worst defenses, plus uh, besides Max MVP year. Put Carr in a good franchise, and he's leading them to the playoffs every year, I think. Even with the Raiders, he continually has game-winning drives. Anyways, that's my Raider rant. Keep up the good work. As a California transplant living in Delaware, you guys are my go-to for Raiders uh, talk and West Coast chat. That is Blake, who submitted this mailbag question on Facebook. Delaware Hens. Delaware Hens, good knowledge. So, uh, Joe Flacco. So, what do you think? Na- Nag- Nagy uh, Tavich. Oh. 
What do you think? Uh, is there anything Mark that could make Mark Davis fire John Gruden, or is he finishing his contract regardless? I'd say a lot of guys don't finish their contract. He's either going to get extended or he'll quit, I think, slash fired. Like, to me, those are only two options, and right now we know where it's trending. Like, just a divorce. Now, I, I can't. I think it's impossible to speculate on a divorce, but... I, listen, I'm not trying to give Gruden the benefit of the doubt of some like high character guy, but I could see if it doesn't work out. Like I don't think he, again, I I hate trying to act like he would. Maybe he wouldn't, but just like an amicable split. Just if it just doesn't work, like how long is he going to go without making the playoffs? Is he going to coach six years and miss all six years? Like that'd be pretty nuts. And I don't think he'd coach like, on the I, last. I, year I've said for a while, guy, if he misses this year, it's pretty. They're four in. I think this year is pretty big. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't see a firing at all. I could see what you're talking about. That was just not going well. You're not going to extend him, but he's not going to coach on the last year of a deal. Year 10, 0 for 9 playoffs or something like that? Yeah, I don't see it to me. Would they get To me, it's like by year 6, like year 6 ends, they haven't made the playoffs. Here's like $15 million. Let's go our separate ways. We'll say you quit. Yeah, I don't know. $15 Is he million, on 40 million to go away. Would they what, offer him that? 40 to go away? Is he going to pay him 40? Would Gruden just say, hey, listen, let me out of my contract. I'll just quit. Because he knows he'd go right back to Monday Night Football. I don't know. That's probably 2020. This year's big, bro. I mean, I if this year just looks like the last three years, I don't know why we'd ever think it's going any other way because the one thing they've had a lot of times was like, he just hasn't found his quarterback. Like He's had a quarterback that's functioning at a relatively high level. Like His, his issue is all the other shit. He's going on his other defensive coordinator. He's had multiple yeah. GMs. It's like, Jesus. Remember what he said? Bigger playoffs. Remember what he said. If I don't, if I fail, I'm not taking the money. That's what I'm. Again, I'm not. I don't know the guy. I, I don't think it's that inconceivable that like they get to like year six or seven, and there's a just like, hey, just let me out. I'll just. Go I agree. And let you guys start for. I agree, but I don't think Mark Davis is firing him if he wants to stay. The, I would say the unique curveball in this whole thing is. The pressure that the casinos and the the money people that Mark's in bed with, kind of act acting like you know not they they don't own a piece of the team but they're very influential. Yeah. That you know, would they want like go? Get, but then if Gruden goes somewhere, could they even land? Like, are they just landing like a Lincoln Riley or whatever? You know, you've heard Mark Davis, John. It's you. The quote I read you the other day when he was talking about uh, Mark Bedane. And so maybe it's similar. I don't know what their relationship was. Did somebody else force Mark Bedane out? Did Mark Bedane just really want to walk away? But in the quote to the Las Vegas uh, newspaper, Mark was talking a lot about friends that he's had over the years that were coaches or players that got traded away or fired or whatever the case was. All those things happened when Mark was not in charge, right? Like Al Davis was yeah. firing or trading Mark's friends. <laughs> Some of But them. Al didn't consider them friends. No. Right? But Mark, Mark, loyalty is like a major thing to Mark. And of all the people over the years, I think he viewed John Gruden very close. I, I, it would take now. Maybe they could for it. I would take a lot. I think for Mark to do that. I, I don't. They've been. They have failed. They have failed, but they've not been. You know, two and fourteen either. Because I don't think. I think hiring Gruden was easy for him. I don't think it was easy for him the way he had to like kind of br- this fire Jack Del Rio, given what Jack had just helped him. Bring some credibility to his ownership. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you and I have always said this, and people think we like hate. 
I actually think Mark is one of the more, I haven't talked to most owners, but just knowing people that have, they think they're weirdos because obviously they just worth billion. They don't relate to most humans. Mark is very easy to have a conversation. Very. We've, we've done it. Yeah. Just if on on the rankings of just easy to have a conversation with Mark's got to be near the top of the list. Yeah. For just, just the average person to have a conversation. Just Just the average human. Like that's what, when you say that's probably what makes Jerry unique is Jerry can have a conversation with everyone. Most owners like John Mara and some of the Rooney, you know, some of these people might like, it's hard for Jeffrey. Yeah. Cronky. Avoids attention. <laughs> yeah, hates it. Uh, next up, this one came from a YouTube stream, John. Uh, Thursday's YouTube stream. This is from Daniel. It says, the NBA draft is a week away. Why do you think it's not covered like the NFL draft? Well, I mean, first and foremost, the NFL is the biggest thing going. But I think even if you if you said they're all the same in terms of, uh, let's say they all were making the same amount of money across the board. The NFL has a lot of advantages. You and I talk about this. We've talked about this for years. And I've said some of the basic built-in advantages for the NFL are that their games, there's a finite number of games. So you have to watch the games because there's not a lot of them. They're always on at the same time and the same day. It's built into American culture. When is football? And it's not just NFL football. It's also college football, Saturdays. And because NFL players are required to play three years of college football, the NFL draft has stars in it that everybody knows. The NBA draft does not have stars in it. It rarely it has usually two or three players total that are mainstream basketball names. And even that some years is a stretch, right? Cade Cunningham, is that a mainstream basketball name if you don't follow college basketball all that closely? No. Now in a year Zion, yeah, superstar. Zion, sweet. But the NFL has multiple Zions every year coming into the sport. At several positions. It's like not just obviously quarterback. the quarterbacks. Yeah. They're the the college football teams are so big. They're stars, national stars, and then they're regional stars. They're West Coast. Like a lot of people had not maybe maybe not all the college football fans had seen Justin Herbert. But like a third of the country had seen a lot of Justin Herbert coming into the draft, right? You talk to a Pac-12 or a West Coast fan, they'd seen Justin Herbert. So, and he was there for four years. So on the most basic level, just in terms of the the workforce entering the NFL, they have built-in stars coming into the sport in a way that nobody else does. This year's a great example. A guy that may turn out to be the best player in this draft and become a star, Jalen Green from Fresno, did not play a minute of college basketball. He played, you know, on the G League team. And clearly that's... G League Elite. You might have seen... There was some story today about some more kids. It's clearly trending. It's going to trend and trend more that way, right? This guy, like, signed some... I don't even know. I couldn't even follow it. Mikey or Mickey, I'm not sure how you say his name, but he's, like, class of 2023 or 2024. He signed with a marketing company, XL Marketing. He says he's going to college, last I heard, but, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, for maybe that was for the NIL. Yeah, NIL Honestly, does. maybe NIL it does makes it better for basketball players on to come. Yep. It so helps. that that college actually might. Is helped I, by that. I don't know if it truly changes college football that much, but it definitely helps college basketball. That that actually could help. Absolutely. Because if you can get a college basketball player just to maybe stay two years and make five hundred grand a year, right? Because that's what well, Jalen Green got five hundred grand. You can get more exposure playing at Duke than you will in the G League. Michigan State, yeah. wherever, right? UCLA. Sure. Now, I think the G League would say, not to the people that matter, just for marketing purposes. Well, yeah, but NIL is based on marketing. So 
Is my NIL yeah. money going to outweigh my G League salary? Yeah, no, well, I meant I meant exposure. Like you can get like Jalen Green got all the exposure he needed with the GMs. Just the fans don't for know sure. Him. But I but but he did it. The question is, can he make more money in G League salary than he can in marketing money playing at UCLA or Duke or North Carolina or Kentucky? Yeah. If if Jalen Green instead of going to the G League this year, they gave him five hundred grand. Had gone to Texas or Ohio State, he could have got five hundred grand NIL. Yeah. Give or take. You see Saban said Bryce Love's already got seven figures. I did see that. You see Lane Kiffin, they asked him, he's like, yeah. Could that be like 500 and he rounded up? Um, uh, Tuscaloosa Mercedes is giving him $500,000. Who owns Tuscaloosa Mercedes? And, John, our final question here comes from Facebook. This is from Drew. Hey, dudes, which athlete caused you to have the biggest change of opinion about them for better or worse after seeing them perform live? Thanks to keep up the good work. Oh, that's a great one. I mean, as a scout, you probably had this happen. Times where you watch a guy in film and then maybe you saw him in person and went one way or the other. I don't know, but it doesn't have to be a scouting player. Anybody come to mind immediately? James Harden experience. God, I was going to say I, I that. Don't, I, I, don't, I don't like the player, but I, I fully acknowledge he's one of the most remarkable talents of any sport I've ever witnessed live with my Was that the eyes. 2016 playoffs? Yeah, it was when they got Dwight Howard. I mean, it was just, and he clearly he got better since. Like I, I've never disputed his remarkable ability. I, I the NBA is much more eye opening. I've been to a lot of, and so have you. NFL games, college. When you're at an NBA game, it, it's just because you can go to a football game. Like the, we were at the pick of the stick or whatever. Like Bowman did that. You and I were standing on the field. Like you never get to stand on the field, whether you're in the media, whether you work for the team, like. I have never been that close for a play in my entire life, beside Fresno State. And but it's like I see, like we, I've been wa- I watched Navarro's whole career. Like I, he fucked the people every week. Like it was sweet, but it's like I, sweet players in the NFL are kind of sweet. When you get in the NFL, or I mean, excuse me, the NBA, it is like, and maybe it's just because we all can kind of play basketball. Like unless you, even if you play high school football, once you get like forty, you haven't played football in forever. I don't know. There's nothing like the NBA, I think. Yeah, I remember that that Rockets Warriors series. You and I went to a lot of those games over the years. And I remember we were sitting together um and it felt like James Harden was absolutely unstoppable multiple times. And I I I I always say that about him. Is he the greatest somebody I was talking to somebody a while back like who's the greatest player you ever saw? I don't think Harden is but I don't I mean Steph made you feel that way KD I just remember watching James going I don't think there's anyone like him and this year I went to a Nets Warrior game and it was the same deal I walked away from that game thinking they're going to win the championship Harden was the most arrogant passer I'd ever seen as a compliment Steph does some crazy shit where you're like Steph what are you throwing that and it works James was throwing these passes. He just made it look so easy. And I think you don't, when you see him in person, his size is probably a little surprising. He's so big and he plays the way he plays. He's an elite passer, which he probably doesn't get enough credit for. Um, but that was one that, that surprised me. I'd say uh, I remember going to, I mean, I already thought a lot of Vince Carter, but I remember pregame, same deal. Like you're saying, you go to basketball and you watch guys warm up. And part of Vince's warm-up was taking jump shots, no ex- no exaggeration here, from half-court jumpers, from half-court. 
just jumpers. They just looked like regular jumpers. Jumpers from half court. It was not him doing like fucking around shots. It was jumpers from half court and he was swishing them. I was just like, these are things you don't know people can do. You think maybe, I don't know. Um, but that one was, that one was incredible. Um, I, Vaughn Miller, JJ Watt, I mean, doing the Raiders when I was going to all the Raider games for a couple of years, seeing a lot of those Bronco teams, but just Peyton Vaughn, like the elite players on that team. Yeah. It was pretty like, holy moly. Jamal Charles, you just see great, but those are like great performances for great players. Fresno State, when I was on the sideline, back-to-back years seeing Kellen Moore and Colin Kaepernick, like, and granted, at the time, Boise was like in the conversation, like, should they get a seat at the dance? I'm watching him thinking like, listen, he's small, he doesn't have a great arm, this guy is fucking incredible. Like, it's like, this is insane. And then you'd see it, and then you just because we, when you live in the Fresno State Mountain West whack ecosystem, you kept such a close close eye on Boise, you experience it, and you're like, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. And then he would do it every week. You're like, I'm telling you, I remember going to the NFL. I'm like, listen, you guys can blow Georgia and all these teams. Boise can hang like that core yeah, group of yeah. guys. And they it had was remarkable. It was remarkable how good Kellen Moore was. I will to my death. Hopefully, I meet him one day. I will tell him. Listen, I know you didn't have a really last long in the NFL I think he got hurt but he wouldn't have you were a remarkable college player yeah. remarkable one of the greatest ever you could have hang your teams could have hung with anyone in the country they could have and Kaepernick how fast he was in person and he was like this in the NFL but in college it was Un- like it's unstoppable yeah it was unstoppable it was misdirection it was too the whole thing was just it was so new I know it caused Pat Hill to throw shit at our <laughs> defensive line coach the next day after because they ran for like 700 yards yeah they had three Where guys, remember? Well, they had three guys that ran for 1,000, yeah. and they were, like, the first in college. But that individual game, I'll never forget, like, being in the third quarter and the way the Fresno State scoreboard and looking up, and their rushing yards through, I swear to God, it was, like, 25 minutes of the game was already at, like, 350. And it was like, what are you? There's no He's doing all these fakes, and they're all just hauling ass. It was crazy. What was it? it was Vitawa. What was the third guy's name? I can't remember. They had the little dude. I forget the, I forget the third guy in Colin. Yeah. Vital was and it would just part like the Red Sea, and then they would just take off. But it was never like Ryan Matthews was incredible, having being just on the sideline. But even a Ryan game, like he'd have a big run, but he'd have a lot of like six sevens. You know, I swear to God, those Colin teams, and same with the Boise passing game, every offensive play felt like minimum seventeen yards. It was like this is insane. Yeah. It's like they would get down the field in like six plays, so it'd be like they'd have sweet drives. But it would be just boom, 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 touchdown. It was never like the hardball, like power, power, slant, it slant. Was home runs you know? on the ground. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. I think it's a great question. I, I, I'll probably think of an answer after this too. But I, m- one of my main takeaways from live sports is specifically basketball is that you don't television does not do justice for how little room there is to operate. So guys that can like get to the basket. It's crazy. Like on TV, it looks like there's space. But when you watch a game up close in person, basketball, like the arms, you realize there is no space on a basketball floor. None. None. It's a miracle anybody ever gets to the basket. It's really crazy. They're the, be- they're, they're the best athletes in the world. I don't think it's It's close. no different than and, like and when you try. We talk about this all the time. You do some crossovers while you're playing, while you're practicing your own basketball, and then you play pickup. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't get, <laughs> I can't get by anybody. It's, yeah. So, all right. Good mailbag. That's what we got for the mailbag today. Great questions, everybody. Put some more on iTunes. Go to the Facebook 
And uh, Haberman and Middlecoff on Facebook, promo code HAM, the Facebook page. The link is um, um, in the description. And, uh, yeah, good hanging, everybody. Good mailbag. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.